It's Bailey and Johnny, the podcast. It's just like the radio, only convenienter. This is my station. Victoria's number one hit music station. 107.3 Virgin Radio. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We appreciate you downloading the podcast. Today is, let me check, Wednesday, September 7th, 2020. Two. Definitely and, confused uh, by the long weekend still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about a lot of stuff on the show, including mm-hmm. a Kardashian podcast in the works. Definitely going to subscribe once that's out. Uh, Harry Styles and his spit. Did he spit or did he not spit? I think he did spit on him, honestly. <laughs> and is Jerry Seinfeld hot? Only the most important questions for your Wednesday that feels like a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. I was like, what day is it today? (laughs) All right, let's get to the podcast. (laughs) This is Virgin Mornings with Bailey and Johnny. Fueled by Peninsula Co-op. Victoria's number one hit music station. 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Thanks for starting the day with us. And what a day it is going Mm. to be. We're looking at sunshine and a high of 21. Bailey, how you doing? What's on your mind right now? I'm doing good. And I hate that this is on my mind, but... Chris Pine being spat on by Harry Styles is the only thing I'm thinking about. I saw this. I did not see any loogie in the footage after going over (laughs) it a good 25 times. So what's going on with this now? Has there been an update? There has been an update. But in case you have no idea what the heck we're talking about, congratulations. You had a life yesterday. So the premiere was happening for Don't Worry Darling. Mm -hmm. So Harry Styles and Chris Pine both in that movie. Harry Styles goes to sit down next to Chris Pine. He kind of leans over him in a weird way. And then as Harry Styles is sitting down, Chris Pine looks into his lap. And that's when everyone thinks that he spat on him. So people have been speculating. The memes are everywhere. And now Harry Styles and Chris Pine's reps have released a statement on the spit. But Chris Pine... He needs to hire a new PR team because they did not handle this very well. They went for the double down and basically said, this is completely fabricated and any suggestion otherwise is a blatant attempt to create drama that simply does not exist. Like, he's not wrong. Everyone who thinks Mm -hmm. this legit is probably, like, in need of going outside and should go touch grass. Mm -hmm. But still, he should have just ignored it because now that he's made a statement, we're going to keep talking about it for the next three days. There is so much drama surrounding this movie. Don't Mm -hmm. worry, darling. I feel like it should just be called Worry Darling at this point. All of the worries. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to watch it when it comes out September 23rd, though, because this is a great marketing campaign. (laughs) What's going on with you, Johnny? Uh, I want to give a shout out to... Billy Eichner. You know him best as a comedian, Billy on the street. Mm -hmm, Love him. He was on The Bachelorette the other night, rocking a pink and white cardigan. Mm -hmm. It was an Argyle pattern, so it had diamonds across the chest. But then someone called him out for dressing like the pink Power Ranger on (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's so nerdy, but that's great. Did he respond to it? He did in the best way saying, I will not, not all in capital letters, I will not apologize for accidentally dressing up as the pink Power Ranger on The Bachelorette. Deal with it. Hashtag Met Gala. Yes. Chris Pine's PR team. Take Mm -hmm. notes. That's how you handle a scandal online. Exactly. Now, I wonder if this this pink cardigan is just going to be sold out everywhere because 
It looks really cool. I like it. Yeah, Power Ranger fashion. Let's make it happen. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Virgin Mornings brings you Green Talks with Tasha. Every Wednesday, we chat with Tasha. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at The Purposeful You so you can learn how to live a more green, sustainable life. Tasha, what do you have for us this week? All right, this week I wanted to talk to all the gardeners, the ones that have been growing tomatoes all summer, and they're still green. I'm dealing with this struggle. My tomatoes have not been happy this year. It's like they've been green for so long, Mm -hmm. and no matter how warm it is, so I have a trick to ripen your tomatoes in 10 days. Okay, what do How we have to, to do? ripen a tomato in 10 days? Sounds like a great rom-com. <laughs> right? <laughs> so all you have to do, grab a paper bag or even like a bag you got from the grocery store, but make sure it's paper. Okay. Add about 10 tomatoes. No more than 10 because you want them to be spaced out a little bit. Okay. And you add a banana. Oh, oh yeah. And then you seal it up. Like, I roll the paper bag so it doesn't, it's kind of airtight. I put it in the coolest spot in the in the kitchen. It can go in the sun, too. It's no big deal. But I check it every three to four days to make sure um, if they're starting to ripen. Because some will ripen before others if they're closer to the banana. Because it gives off this, like, gas that makes them uh, ripen. That's but right. But then you don't yeah. have to throw out any tomatoes. Like, I have, I would say I have, like, 50 to 60 tomatoes I'll be doing this with. Oh, my goodness. Then you'll be ready to make some pasta sauce, maybe yes, some bruschetta. Fresh, oh, yeah. Fresh basil, pasta, tomato. It's like my favorite time in some, in September to do that. Awesome. Love that tip. Thank you so much for sharing that this week, Tasha. No problem. Good luck to everyone that tries it. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 530 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. We appreciate you getting up early with us. I got a question mm-hmm. for you. When was the last time you watched a Brendan Fraser movie? A couple of months ago, actually. Really? My fiance has a hardcore love for Brendan Fraser from the 90s. Okay, okay. So he loves the mummy movies, mm-hmm. and I had never seen them. Oh. So we went on a marathon and watched all of the mummy movies recently, and they're actually still pretty good. There's three of them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brandon Fraser is pretty fantastic in them. So he is in the news right now because he's got a new movie called The Whale mm. coming out. Yeah, so I've he seen plays this. like a 600 pound man, and he's trying to reconnect with his daughter, who's played by Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But. It's just the whole story of Brendan Fraser that's coming back that I did yeah. not know about because he was allegedly blacklisted from Hollywood back in the early 2000s when he called out uh, this man for sexually assaulting him mm-hmm. at this uh, at this function. And then yeah. his career was never the same since then. But it's just so great seeing all the like outpouring support for Brendan Fraser, especially mm-hmm. from The Rock. I totally didn't realize that Brendan Fraser pretty much kickstarted The Rock's career with, uh, I believe, it was the Scorpion King. Yes, which is a spinoff mm. of the Mummy franchise. But yeah, because I remember, I remember seeing that in theaters and be like, "Hey, is that the wrestler guy?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't have Dwayne Johnson without all of that. Mm-hmm. Basically, Brendan Fraser walked so Dwayne Johnson could run. <laughs> But it is really sweet to see that standing ovation video that Brendan Fraser got. Yeah, this is, is so ah. sweet. 
and he's crying while people are applauding him. And now there's word that there could be Oscar buzz around right? the movie. It looks like Brendan Fraser was just trying to like leave the theater, but everyone's like, no, stay here. We love you. This yeah. is amazing. This film was awesome. We mm-hmm. can't wait to see you in more stuff. Yep. My fiance is pretty stoked on it. We're definitely going to go see the movie when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like you said, Oscar buzz. I really, really want to see this one. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get that video up on the socials this morning if you want a feel-good moment to start off your Wednesday. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Here's something you probably never realized you needed to know. This is The More You Novak know with Johnny Novak. Today we're learning about the Baker's Dozen. 13. Mm-hmm. That always confused me as a kid. Why do the bakers need their own version of a dozen? It's well, confusing. Bailey, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> the baker's dozen has, uh, it's a pretty bold, almost sinister origin story. So this dates back to the 1200s. Oh, dang. We're going in really far medieval back. medieval England. The reason for the baker's dozen is because apparently at the time, bakers were notorious for cheating customers out of bread. It got so bad in medieval England that King Henry III passed a law that said any baker who sells underweight bread could end up in jail. Wow, that's pretty serious. But as someone who seriously loves carbs as well, it does seem like the appropriate response. (laughs) So to compensate and just to be safe, bakers would throw in an extra loaf into their dozen just to make sure that it kept weight. And then Hmm. we really haven't changed anything since the 1200s. Well, I'm really glad we're still not throwing people in jail over bread. Mm -hmm. Seems pretty ridiculous. So that is the strange, bold origin of the Baker's Dozen. The more you know, Vec. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. Jonas Brothers, Only Human on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. It is Bailey and Johnny. And yes, it is after Labor Day, mm-hmm. but uh, summer still kind of, it's technically still summer. Yes, there's a Forecast few weeks left. Is great. And mm-hmm. the Lure VIP patio party can still be yours this Friday. Yeah, every Friday we're giving away that VIP spot on one of the best patios in Victoria. And we give you 100 bucks to spend on food and drink. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty fun mm-hmm. time. Last week, we sent Alexa Bryant to go yes. sit on the patio with some friends. And if you want it to be you this Friday, it's pretty simple. All you got to do is listen to Brittany in the afternoon. She's got that keyword that could lure you to the <laughs> lure patio mm-hmm. overlooking the inner harbor with the most stunning view of the city. Doesn't take much luring when it's that mm-hmm. beautiful, the food is that good, and the drinks are that tasty. Mm-hmm. L-U-R-E. Brittany will have that keyword for you this <laughs> afternoon, just after 2 o'clock. In the meantime, it is Lizzo about damn time on Virgin Radio Victoria. Good morning. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. It is Wednesday. We appreciate you getting up with us. It is going to be a sunny 21 a great day to win 5K. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Virgin Radio's 5K a day. Your keyword this morning is sleep. 
Just like that. S L E E P. Sleep is the word that could win you $5,000. Enter sleep on our website. Do、mm-hmm. not text it in. No, 1073virginradio.ca no, no, no. is where you need to enter sleep, and it could be winning you $5,000. Yeah, and get all of the keywords. There's six per day, so that helps your chances of winning. Make sure you're listening at 10 with Shannon. Also at noon, two, four, and six, we've got keywords coming up as well. Get them all, get them on the website, and get that money. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5 30 to 10 a.m. on 1073 Virgin Radio. No time? Here's the TLDR with Bailey. To start things off with some good news for your bank account, financial aid is coming. Yay! In what form? So, the Premier is supposed to make an announcement today about a financial aid package that's going to help deal with the cost of living. Okay. Don't have a lot of details, but if you want to watch it unfold, it's going to be happening this afternoon with Premier John Horgan and the Finance Minister. Okay. 1 15 in Langford, they're making the announcement, but at 8 10 this morning, Morgan's going to be talking to Al Faraby at CFAX 1070. Ooh, so, if、okay. you want to listen to that, this is going to be the one time we tell you to go and listen to another <laughs> radio station. Otherwise, I'm sure by this time tomorrow, we'll have all those details and we'll share that in tomorrow's TLDR. I'm hoping it's going to be more than the 110 bucks we got from ICBC a few weeks back. Yeah, and hopefully much quicker than how、mm-hmm. long it took ICBC to give us that money, but we'll have to wait and see. Moving on to celebrity news Kim Kardashian is releasing a podcast. It's. A full time job, and it's extremely time consuming, and it's not as easy as it may appear to some people. You know what? Honestly, that clip makes a lot of sense. As someone who's、mm-hmm. produced a podcast,、right? it does take a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Like at 10 o'clock, we, we finish the show, and then it takes. Maybe like 20 minutes of just like assembling the podcast together. Then you have to like、yeah. put it through the production and everything. And then、yeah. it can take an hour to get uploaded. Yeah, it's a very、but、sexy it's process. One, one podcast.、Though. Yeah, but this isn't about our podcast. Let's talk about Kim Kardashian's podcast. It's not going to be some keeping up with the Kardashians gossipy、mm-hmm. thing. She's putting out a true crime podcast called The System. Okay. Yeah, because she's becoming a lawyer. You've、mm-hmm. probably seen that she's been very heavily involved in the justice system in the States. We don't know what the case is, like the exact person, but apparently it's going to follow a triple homicide in Ohio okay, where someone got、okay. the death penalty. So I'm guessing this person got wrongly convicted. Again, we don't have the details. We don't even have a release date for the podcast yet, but I'm sure wherever you get your podcast, you'll get a push notification as soon as that comes out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it. I'm genuinely curious what it's going to be like. Why not call it Keeping Up with the Crimes? Hmm? Hmm? I think、hmm? we should leave the branding to Chris Jenner. <laughs> Let's leave it to Chris Jenner. And lastly, we've got some Justin Bieber news to share this morning. I settled for the ghost of you. I miss you more than life. Unfortunately, you're going to have to settle with the ghost of Justin Bieber because、no. he's officially canceled his world tour. Did he give a reason why? Yes, it has to do with health reasons. So you might remember. Earlier this year, he postponed his tour because he's battling Ramsey Hunt syndrome,、yeah, you know, when his face paralysis. paralysis、yeah. So he took some time off, decided to come back. He did six tour, six dates in Europe, and apparently just exhausted.、Mm-hmm. Not good for his physical or、Do、mental not health. Not blame him at all.、Yeah. Not at all. So he's decided to just pull the whole tour. 68 dates now not happening, but we wish him all the best, and hopefully he'll be able to rest and come back 100% whenever he's ready.
And that is the TLDR or the too long didn't read version of some of the top stories to kick off your Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. It's Bailey and Johnny hanging out with you. And right now, we've got a chance for you to win Swedish House Mafia tickets. We're playing a game called Swedish Furniture Mafia. And you better know your IKEA furniture because Mm -hmm. we're going to give you three items from the catalog. One of them is a fake. You got to identify the fake item. And if you do, you will be seeing Swedish House Mafia next Tuesday in Vancouver at Rogers Arena. And let's be honest, you'll probably plan a trip to Ikea mm-hmm. because right? that's just what you do when you go to the mainland. So if you want to win those tickets right now, give us a call at 386 386- 1073 for your chance to play and win Swedish House Mafia tickets. The number again, 386-1073. Operators are standing by, a.k.a. us. We want to play a game with you. Good morning. You're waking up to Virgin Mornings with Bailey and Johnny. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. All I do is win, win, win. It's another 107.3 Virgin Radio Victoria winner. Hey, Virgin Radio, who is this? Hi, Gretz. Gretz. <laughs> yes. Are you ready to play Swedish Furniture Mafia? Uh, sure, yeah. All right, we're going to give you the name of three IKEA products. One of them is a fake we've made up. If you can correctly identify it, you're going to go to the concert next Tuesday, okay? Perfect. All right, number one is the Sam Hog chopping board, the Mandel headboard, and the Besta TV storage. Which of those three is the fake IKEA item? The first one. The Sam Hog chopping board? You think that is the fake one? I think so. All right. Well, Gretz, you think correctly. Oh, wow. You did it. You've won the Swedish House Mafia tickets. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. My husband is going to love it. He loves those people. Oh, awesome. Now, what gave it away? What made you so sure that that was the fake item? I know. Sam Hogg just sounded weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually an anagram of a real product. I believe it's the hog moss. So Mm. I switched the letters around, but uh, it did not fool you, Gretz. (laughs) Oh, wow. We're not done yet. We've Mm -hmm. got more Swedish House Mafia tickets to give away all week long. Yeah, tomorrow will be your penultimate chance Mm. to win tickets. So be listening at around 7.20 for your chance to win those. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. We love that you're starting your day with us. It's Bailey and Johnny. And uh, I've got a weird question for you. Is Jerry Seinfeld hot? (laughs) Absolutely not. Why are you asking this question? I'm not asking this question. The internet is asking the question because yesterday we got some pics from the streetwear brand Kith on Instagram. Mm. And Jerry Seinfeld is modeling streetwear and it's given everyone a weird vibe. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at these photos. The fits themselves look fantastic. Like, I would totally buy something like this for my fiancé to wear. 
But I don't really understand why Jerry Seinfeld is the one modeling the clothes. It's kind of weird because I follow an account called Seinfeld 2000. And essentially what they do is they take situations from the sitcom Seinfeld Mm -hmm. and then they kind of modernize it. Usually they'll Photoshop streetwear onto all the characters. But it looks like Jerry Seinfeld is actually wearing the streetwear. Like, looking yeah, at this picture he where he's got a Mets hat on and a varsity jacket and he's got his arms crossed, he's looking at the camera, it almost looks photoshopped. But this is a real, legit pic with Jerry Seinfeld modeling streetwear. And people are legitimately asking if he looks hot? Like, actually? They are, uh, yeah, huh. they're wondering. It's moving hmm. some things that haven't moved before in people looking at Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld right now. Because I no. will say, he looks kind of good in some of the pictures. There's one where he's got uh, a full head-to-toe gray sweatsuit on, and yeah. he's got a varsity jacket over top of it. I gotta say... Seinfeld looking good there. That's because he's not too close to the camera. (laughs) You can't see him as well. And this isn't like an age thing. I think this is great. I don't think just because you're getting older, your clothes need to look geriatric. Mm. But just there's something about Jerry Seinfeld that just... It's a big old no for me. Yeah. I don't like it. Finally, like looking like he's dressing like the girl he used to date when he was like in his 30s during Seinfeld days. Exactly. That's my problem with him is he's a creep. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that he's sexy. There's nothing sexy about being like this. No. Jerry Seinfeld is a hard no, but maybe I'm wrong. We should get the photos up on the Virgin Radio socials. They are up on the Virgin Radio socials right now. Is Seinfeld hot? Yes. Or no. Decide for yourself. What's the deal with streetwear? I hate that impression. That is also a huge (laughs) turnoff. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. We want to know what was the most useless thing you learned in university? Because it's one thing to learn those useless things in K-12 Algebra. Yeah, math class. Things that we all have to take. But once you're in post-secondary, you're ideally you're doing something useful, something that's Mm -hmm. going to be needed in your career for the rest of your life. But let's be real. Sometimes those electives they make you take Mm -hmm. or even the things in the program, you're just like, well, I just spent all this money and I'm never going to use this. Cool. What was it for you, Johnny? I remember when I was in one of my programs, we had to take a sociology class because that was in there. And uh, luckily, I don't remember anything from that because I was like, this is this is so dumb. But really? Oh, yeah. I did not like it at all. Like I no wanted to get way. into radio and it was just like, oh, yeah, it, it wasn't like it was like people's theories from like 100 years ago. Like this guy came up with this theory. And it was just like, I was, I'm never going to use this again. But luckily, that shocks me, actually. I unlearned all that. But the one thing <laughs> from college that still sticks out in my mind is that I know how to leave the perfect voicemail. Oh, interesting. We learned it in sales class. And this is when people still actually called each other. But the best way to leave a voicemail is leave your callback number twice. So, for example, mm. um, our phone number here in the studio is 386-1073. So, you'd be like, yeah, blah, 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 call me back at 386-1073. That number again, 386-1073. Interesting. It did come in handy for a while because I used to work at a record store 
And I was in charge of leaving the voicemails for when people ordered CDs and they mm-hmm. came in. And I would actually get compliments. I'd be in the store be like, who's leaving these voicemails? It's like the clearest voicemail I have ever received in my life. But this was like 10 years ago. I can't even remember the last time I've left a voicemail. I know. It, it was useful at one point, but now nobody mm-hmm. leaves voicemails. Like, ugh, there's nothing worse than seeing that you've got that notification on your phone, and now you have to go in, enter your password, listen to a useless voicemail. Silly. Definitely not important or useful. What about you? What's what's the, What was the useless thing that you still remember from school? So I did a radio program as well, obviously, to get into this career. Mm -hmm. And we learned a software that handles the behind the scenes of radio. Like it's a program that handles the music and the commercials and all that other stuff that comes together to make things come out of your speakers. Mm -hmm. But the program we used was so old and antiquated. (laughs) Nobody uses it anymore. But my program director at school really tried to drive home that this was an Mm -hmm. important thing you needed. When in fact, that was a big fat lie. <laughs> so what was it for you? What was the useless thing you learned in university? Or if you want to talk K to 12, we'll take those answers as well this morning. Johnny, what is that phone number again? That number again is 386-1073-386-1073. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 530 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. And today on the show, we want to talk about the most useless thing you learned in school. Because, you know, even though the kids are back and we're like, yeah, kids go to school, learn some things. Let's be honest. There's definitely stuff that you have not applied since your school days. There's a lot of fluff pieces in school. For (laughs) me, it was I learned how to give the perfect voicemail, which I will say was useful for a very brief period of time. Not so much anymore. Who leaves voicemails? Like, just text me back. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to do it. And I learned how to use a very antiquated program that I have not seen since school. So gotta love when all that hard uni money goes to something useless. But some great comments coming in this morning. We love hearing from you. Yeah, Liz says, learned the Maypole dance in elementary school. Every year, kids do it for Pitt Meadows Day. Oh, interesting. I don't even know what Pitt Meadows Day is. Neither do I. But I love a good excuse to learn how to dance. Right? That's fun. Um, did you learn the Maypole dance in school? Uh, no, I learned, um, I can't remember. It was a Spanish dance. I took Spanish class in grade 11. Oh, and cool. we learned to dance. And uh, I actually still use some of those moves from... From Spanish class. Nice. Uh, Got another comment here from Chantel saying logarithms. Anything math related, right? Never in my life have I used them. They were completely useless knowledge. At least algebra can be used in some situations on a very practical level. Mm. Anything math related. Unless you're becoming an engineer or something, it feels like a lot of that isn't helpful. And we always have calculators Exactly, yeah. It's like, why why am I going to find X? I mean... If you're broken up with your ex, don't go back to your ex. Leave them where they are. But like finding <laughs> X, it's like you just know the numbers because they're all there. Like why are why are there why are you taking things out of the math equation? Just put them all there in the first place. Yeah, it's quite rude actually. Mm-hmm. You should just make it simple for all of us. Uh, Brandon says it's not me, but my wife. She went to Van Arts Institute of Technology to get a graphic design degree, costing around thirty six thousand dollars and has never made a single thing since it's been about 13 years yikes that sucks definitely didn't learn anything from graphic design but at least your wife learned one thing brandon 
And what's that? She didn't want to be a graphic designer. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, even like with this job here on the radio, like we have to do like little graphic designs for social media here and there. For sure. I've thought about taking a graphic design course, so I, but, but I don't like, know if yeah, I've got 36K I that, that I can either. sink into that. Can your wife tutor us, Brandon? Maybe she can get something <laughs> out of that degree. What is it for you? Something useless you learned in university or even K to 12. We'll take mm-hmm. those answers to this morning. Get in touch by sending us a text at 107-300 or give us a call at 386-1073. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. Good morning. It is Wednesday. We're already halfway through back to school week. And we want to take you back to school in your mind and try and remember that useless thing that you learned. Mm -hmm. For me, it was I learned to give the perfect voicemail. Can't remember the last time I've actually left a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And Bailey, for you, it was learning an old MS DOS system in yeah. radio and how to schedule music on it. No one uses that program anymore, and that is not at all a part of my job in any way. So you got to love when you spend all that uni money on something mm-hmm. you don't end up actually <laughs> using. <laughs> got a couple answers coming in here. More on the K-12 to side, which, you know, that works as well. Christina commented on the Virgin Radio Facebook page with a controversial opinion saying, History class. I don't care to learn what happened in the past. Yikes. Big yikes on that one. No, those are things you should know. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a cliche saying, but those that fail history are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, You got to know those things. This is my favorite, though. Oh, I hated it, but it's definitely necessary Mm -hmm. to know what happened Mm -hmm. so we don't make those same mistakes. Another one here from Sharon saying, how to dissect an animal. I remember from grade seven until grade 11, every single year I asked them, like, hey, do we get to dissect an animal this year? Mm. And they're like, no, no, no. And then I finally took biology in grade 11 just so I could dissect. It was a rat that we did. A rat like dipped in formaldehyde Mm, and i will say it was not as fun as i thought it would have been all those years i'm like i want to dissect something and i'm like this is horrible yeah it's one way to learn that you definitely don't want to do something like that when you grow up (laughs) we never did that in school and i'm kind of glad we didn't because i probably would have puked yeah either either people do the rat or it was like the fetal pig That would have been gross to do. Mm, That's one way to turn yourself into a vegetarian. (laughs) One more comment we got here from Jen. I don't know if I agree with Jen. She says that square dancing was the most useless thing she learned in school. What? I square dance all the time. (laughs) Yeehaw. Swing your partner round and round. Do-si-do. Do the thing. Well, it's a way to learn rhythm, like Johnny is representing now with the clapping that he's doing. But it's just a good way to be active, and no joke, the other night I showed my fiancé how to do the Cadillac Ranch because I made the joke that we should probably do that at our wedding. And he's like, what the heck is the Cadillac Ranch? And I guess it's not as big of a thing that people learn here in school, but being from Alberta, you needed to know how to Cadillac Ranch so you'd be ready for all the Alberta weddings. Like the Bruce Springsteen song? I don't know if it's a Spring, Springsteen song. It's like Cadillac, Cadillac, long and dark, shiny and black. 
I know it's, yeah, that's a Springsteen song, but I don't know no. if he does the original one. Probably not, but that was one thing we learned in school that, you know what, I'm pretty proud of. You know what, later, I'm going to okay. show you how to Cadillac right, Ranch. show me how to Cadillac Ranch. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that on the Instagram and TikTok, too. <laughs> and in the meantime, uh, let us know about that useless thing that uh, you learned in school. Hit us up on the Virgin Radio Victoria socials. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Starting this week in honor of back to school, we are doing Teacher of the Week. Every week, we're going to pick some amazing teacher in our city to win 50 bucks to spend at a local coffee shop. Do you have a specific teacher from your past who was just the best? Oh, absolutely. If I was going to nominate a teacher for this, it would have been my high school math teacher, Mr. Trimble. Ooh, what was so special about Mr. Trimble? He made me not hate math. Okay. Because I hate math. It was Mm. awful. I was never really good at it. I even had to do some tutoring through middle school because I was so bad at it. But it just turned out that I didn't have the right teacher that knew how to teach me. And he was super patient. He gave great techniques on how to actually learn the stuff. So I actually didn't hate math by the time I finished school because really I should have been in a lower level of math because Mm -hmm. of how bad my grades were. But because of how awesome he was, I was able to get that math 30 pure that I needed so Mm -hmm. I could get into university. So I am super appreciative for him. How about you, Johnny? Who would you have nominated for teacher of the week if you could? Mr. Todd, he was my history and geography teacher in high school. I had him in grade nine and then I had him again in grade 12. And I remember he was just like, the same fun guy like Mm. both years he had a real like charisma about him he was such a character he was uh he was just like a typical dad teacher you know he had like the slacks and he'd always wear polo shirts but like he worked out as well so he he was kind of buff he was kind of like balding like he would make crack dad jokes the whole time ah yes and And, you do love a good dad joke (laughs) i actually learned like a lot of my sense of humor i have stolen from mr todd over the years because i remember (laughs) he would always have like little catchphrases for everything and like whenever there would be like a guy acting out he would always single them out he'd be like jonathan as a player what's your opinion on this (laughs) <laughs> it would just make me laugh so many times. Nice. But yeah, you know, he he almost brought like a performance to teaching. And that's what I loved about it. And I would say that, yeah, he's definitely one of like my comedy uh, influences, Mr. Todd. So, yeah, he would definitely be my teacher of the week. Cool. So who is it for you? Who's the Mr. Trimble or Mr. Todd in your life? Tell us about them. Go to the Virgin Radio website. Under the contest tab, you'll find Teacher of the Week. Give them a nomination and they could win some coffee from us. Let's go! Virgin Mornings with Bailey and Johnny. Listen live weekdays 530 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio.